what's up? Welcome to Jump Master, the number one Apex Legends podcast brought to you by OKBeast.com. I'm your Jump Master blessing, Eddie Oye, and joining me this week, of course, are my squad mates. We got Alex Van Aken. Alex, how you doing? Hey, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Just feeling the fresh air of the dive down. You know how, you know how it is. Oh, I feel it. Yeah. You know how it is. My yeah. hit a, my hit a your hair on the way down. Your teammate just quit out beside you, so now it's yeah, 2B. man. So yeah, you know, so now you know your chances are, are are not looking good. Um, but do you know who is looking good? Who? Damn, Andrew Taylor. Damn. Andrew, how's it going, man? Damn, uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy <laughs> Halloween. Of course, this episode comes out the day after Halloween. We're recording it Halloween night. We don't care about the children come, coming knocking on our door. We're like, no, sir, we got a podcast to Get record. We have things to talk about. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Sorry, children. Unless you're dressed up as Wraith, you're not getting candy. You know, I see how a wraith portal <laughs> they can get through. And if you do come to my house dressed up as wraith, I'm gonna be like, "Are you a stalker? Do you listen to this show? Have you found yeah, my it's address?" Like, oh, are you a there, fan. <laughs> this, there's not too many uh, people dressing up as Apex Legends you see for Halloween. So if you show up to my kind door, of upsetting, honestly. Have you like? I've been looking at Twitter. I've been seeing a lot of costumes. I've been seeing Joker costumes, mm. but like no Apex costumes. I know no yeah, mirages. I've seen way too many one. Joker costumes. I hate. I've it. seen a disturbing amount. Of I mean, Joker that's how it costumes. was when like the Dark Knight came out. Yeah, like, but we're, like, we're, we're still feeling those waves yeah. 10 years later. So I mean, this, that's fair. But I feel like Joker is like different, though, like because like Heath Ledger's Joker, like, of course, <laughs> messed up, you know, not a not a not the best influence. But like, you know, I, I get why people would want to like be like, oh, yeah, Dark Knight. That was a dope movie. Yeah. But like the Joker's Joker is like dark <laughs> in a way where i'm like that's like dressing up wanna as be, like want to be like, depressed go see that it's like watching schindler's list and being like yeah man i'm gonna dress up as the bad guy <laughs> you know uh, of course show so master is a bi-weekly podcast uh, apex legends podcast each episode jo- each episode join us as we discuss the latest news tips tricks and experiences as we jump into the apex games this is episode 27 can you believe we made it 27 episodes that's wild that's Remember, it was because, supposed to be five episodes. Yeah, it was like supposed to be like five or six, and we were just like, screw it, let's just keep going. And now we're here. Um, let's get into uh, the Apex check-in. Guys, have you guys gotten a chance to play within the oh last couple weeks? God, Call of Duty has arrived, and it has oh, taken some of my Apex time away. But before Call of Duty came out this last week, I was playing a ton. Finally reached my, I have passed over 100 wins. Nice. I think I'm about, I think I'm like over 20 wins on this season. That's um, awesome. And yeah. So like I, I got a lot in uh before COD and then like over this past week I've been sprinkling it in a little bit here and there with COD. Um mm. but yeah, no, game's still does feel, good. Does it feel weird like jumping back and forth between the two? Because I imagine they feel different. Um Call of Duty seems uh, it's 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 slower. <laughs> I guess you could say uh, they mm. did. They just feel different. Actually, I can't say it's slower. Um, I keep because I'm in the same boat as Andrew. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty. I, I, I've still been playing Apex a good bit, but definitely not as much as prior to Call of Duty or even Fortnite Chapter Two. Both those games have my attention right now. But uh, like Call of Duty has the super sprint. And so uh, yeah. which like you have the normal sprint and then now there's an additional sprint on top of that. And I keep wanting to do that when I'm playing Apex. Like yeah. I'm like I double tapping the uh, the sprint button to like do the little marathon run, and I'm like, oh, I, I stay one speed. Like it's that's really the only thing that like my as far as my mind like that's the only like trick I have to get over. Um, but for as far as like gunplay and stuff, it feels like feels really good. I mean, like Apex Legends, like their roots respawns roots were in Modern Warfare, so yeah, I think there's still some 
some familiarity there for yeah, sure. I like it. I can mm. see the the familiarity uh, between both games. Um, but yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude, I've been I've I've had a similar issue where I've been playing a lot of the Outer Worlds. Um and so like I'm not nec- I'm not gotten to play much Apex, but like it's been one of those things where I'll jump into the Outer Worlds, which is like a first person RPG like Fallout, right? Yeah. And I'll be like I'll get into shootouts and I'm like, "Oh, I can't mantle. Oh, I can't slide." <laughs> like yeah. after playing Apex all year, I feel like I've been ruined. Yeah. Um and yeah, so for yeah, sure. I I'm not necessarily gotten the time I want to uh, the- with the game. The uh the slide in Call of Duty versus the slide in Apex is leagues mm. apart. Like the the slide yeah. in Apex is so good. Like because you can like slide for miles. Yeah, there's so many games that have come out this year that have had slides in them, and they just don't compare to Apex. Like yeah. Apex's slide, yeah. I would say, is like near perfect. It feels yeah. awesome. It's consistent, like almost every time. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, that being said. Uh, I am having fun with those other games, but I have been playing a lot of Apex still. I've probably been back before those bigger games launched. I was playing Apex literally daily. Now it's probably every other day, every every two or three days. But when I do play, I try to get in a good amount of matches. Um, I am. I, I will. I will say I am ready for Kings Canyon to come back into the official fold. I know that we've got Fighter Fright going on still, um, but I'm ready for Kings Canyon to be a part of the rotation and just normal play Apex and ranked. Uh, I think it's about time that. I think when duos comes back, I, I have a feeling maybe we'll get into it in a little bit, but they announced duos. We'll get mm-hmm. into it later in the news, but I'm hoping that Kings Canyon comes back into the rotation mm-hmm. with that mode. Cause I, I miss it. I miss daytime yeah. Kings Canyon a little I bit. I mean, you could be playing, um, you could be playing Shadowfall, man. Mm, I could be. I feel like everyone fell off of that pretty quickly. <laughs> which I, is I think it's a really yeah. fun mode. Um, it's just the fact that I can't, we talked about it last episode. The fact that I can't play with friends it kind of ruins it for me because I, when I play yeah, Apex, nine out of ten times I am playing with uh, friends, and so yeah. that just cancels out Shadowfall. Um, but but I yeah, the I concept, think the that, concept was mode. really cool, but I think the execution had some like hiccups here and there. But overall, it was fun for like the first couple of days for sure. Mm-hmm. But then everyone, yeah. every time everyone became a zombie, they would just quit. Like no one wants to be a zombie, and it was just pretty easy to like win. I like being a zombie. I will say, yeah, being a zombie was fun. I love stalking people. There's a clip of like, whoa, I have a clip Clip on PS4. (laughs) Don't don't clip that out. (laughs) On PS4, um, one of the first days that Shadowfall dropped, uh, I was like, I think I was like, I think Andrew and I were both playing. We might have talked about it last episode, but uh, we were both playing Shadowfall, but we were in a PlayStation party together, and I like, I was like stalking this, uh, this this uh legend I, I forget who it was it might have been like mirage or something and like i was i was like i was like i gotta wait for the perfect time because they're kind of like out in the middle of nowhere so if they saw me uh they had like plenty line of sight so i was like okay i gotta wait for the right moment they're gonna turn their back and walk over to that crate and when they do i'm pouncing and like just waiting for the right moment and pouncing and getting the kill like it, it feels mm. awesome uh yeah, dude. it's good did i pl- being playing as like a legend and not like as one of the shadows during that mode and like taking out like five in a row, like back to back to back feels super satisfying. Even though like, you know, like in your mind, you're like, Oh yeah. Like they got lower health. Like, of course, you know, it's going to be easy kills, but yeah, there's something about it. It's like getting like a combo almost in like an arcade game or something. I'm like, Oh snap. I just like took out six people. I know there was this one uh, match where I was, I don't, I I was like right near the ship, but I I, I was like, I'm not going to make it. So instead of me wasting my time trying to run for the ship, I got up on like high ground and just started like sniping uh, zombies. So like my my teammates mm. could get to the chopper, and I was like, "I will die so that you can live." And like just like taking out, doof, doof. it felt awesome. That's awesome. It's it's yeah. it's a fun mode. 
Yeah, you bring bringing up like sliding. I feel like if we did a leaderboard episode of like top ten sliding, <laughs> top, top ten, 10 slides. slides in video <laughs> games, I feel like Apex Legends would be probably number one, if not number two behind Mario sixty four. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. absolutely, yeah, I mean, slide. It's up there. It's definitely up there. <laughs> Let's get into uh, champions chat, which we have. We have a big old big old topic to talk about. But before we do. I want to get into housekeeping. Of course, review us on iTunes. Every review helps. Um, we like to read the reviews on the show. Alex Van Aken. Yes. You, 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 you found some reviews that people have written that you want to read out and give a shout out to. I do. We have three new reviews this week. Um, <clears throat> the first one comes from, from Buzz Killington's. Uh, the title nice. is Fast Heal of Podcasts. Five stars. Just found this podcast in a loot vault. Finally, something Apex related to listen to while at work. Other than streams. GG's boys. FYI. No Pathfinder skin for Halloween because Pathfinder is Octane's legs. Refer to Fright of Fright trailer. I think we we were talking last week. I think I said like I wanted a Pathfinder Halloween skin. And I believe uh, in the trailer there's a joke about it. Um, thank you for that review, Buzz Killingtons. Uh, next review comes from Isaac, a.k.a. Fat Dog. Oh, we know Isaac. Thanks for thanks. For, he, Isaac has hey. written in several times. Uh, thanks for leaving the review, Isaac. Isaac says Christmas skins, exclamation point, five stars. Who is excited for the big fat Gibby Santa Claus skin? Also, they should make a Pathfinder reindeer skin and Wraith as an elf or Santa's helper. LOL. Um, I dig it. I, I like all those skin ideas. Thank you for the five star review, Isaac. Uh, lastly, this one comes from Taylor. Um, Taylor writes in truly wonderful and thoughtful podcast. Five stars. Love you folks. And this podcast, I began playing apex at uh, launch, but took a good few months off before picking it up again after listening to the show and hearing about, uh, the wonderful work the dev team has been doing. I have to say I'm loving it all over again. And I have you folks to thank for that. Not only hey. have you guys created a perfect game specific podcast here that is helpful and humorous, but I can tell you folks care about providing an inclusive and general positive place for gamers. The little things add up while listening to the last few episodes. I noticed how you instinctively, you all referred to bloodhound by gender neutral pronouns. I know it may seem small, but thoughtful actions like this go a long way. Uh, at improving the gaming community so thank you appreciate that review taylor thank you so much hey that means the world and yeah like i think when we first started the show you know we started tripping us up um you know something that we try to work on so the fact that y'all noticed that is very much appreciated um and thank you for those reviews you guys are are dope and continue to continue to review us on over on itunes uh we really appreciate all of that of course, check out the OKBs podcast every Monday and A Plus Anime every other week over on OKBs.com or your podcast services of choice, along with videos, articles, and more on OKBs.com. Uh, YouTube.com slash OKBs, that's where you upload videos. Check that out. Subscribe. Twitch.tv slash OKBs now. We stream every single Monday. And lastly, Patreon.com slash OKBs if you want to check out more of what we had to offer and possibly support us monetarily. Now, without further ado... Let's get into Champions Chat, which is our topic of the show. Now, EA had their their earnings reports, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about this a lot on um, OKB's podcast, along with a lot of other earnings report news. But uh, this is pertinent for this show because, of course, Apex Legends, developed by Respawn, Respawn belongs to EA, and with their earnings report comes um, news for Apex Legends and also uh, new information. And so... Uh, Firstly, let's talk about Apex Legends uh, numbers. And so Apex Legends has hit 70 million players, um, which That's is wild. wild. Yeah. That's yeah. a large number. That is. That's a very large number. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, I was because I think the last one we heard was 50 million. And yeah. then there was the assumption that maybe it had slowed down uh, and, it, and it certainly did. But 
it's awesome to hear that it's continued to grow. And I think season mm-hmm. two, and I think they even get into it in this article, but uh, season two, I think, has brought a lot, pe- a lot of people back and raised a lot of hype for the game along with these events. So I'm happy to see them hit 70 million. That's awesome. Um, that's only going to be better for us Apex fans. Yeah. I mean, like, it, to, like, you know, put it in comparison, right? Like, there's slightly over, um, I believe, 100 million uh, PS4s in the wild. Does that sound right? I think that sounds right. Yeah. That sounds million, about right. Yeah. Uh, PS4s. Around there. Yeah. And so, like, of course, Apex is on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. But, like, you know, like, in comparison, right, to, like, get get, get kind of an idea of how many players have played Apex Legends. That's a large number. Yeah. Like, it is. It is. People are trying it out in droves, which is pretty wild. Um, I want to get into the article, which is written by PC Gamer, um, by Andy Chalk over there, um, to kind of get get into the minutia of, of what's going on here. And so uh, he writes, Electronic Arts CEO Andrew Wilson said the company enjoyed, quote, an excellent second quarter, end quote, in today's earning release, driven by growth in FIFA Ultimate Team, Madden Ultimate Team in The Sims 4, as well as the ongoing success of Apex Legends, which has now achieved a total of 70 million players hey. over its life. Um, he gets into FIFA Ultimate Team, which I don't need to get into here. Uh, gets into Sims 4. I'm going to fast forward, fast forward. Quote, the strong results this quarter illustrate the power of our live services and our core franchises. Strength in Ultimate Team, The Sims 4, and FIFA Online drove live services uh, performance above our expectations. Uh, end quote. COO and CFO Blake Jorgensen said, quote, looking ahead, we are doubling down on live services combined with our core franchises. We're investing in games that people play for longer and engage with much more deeply. This focus will continue to drive growth and profitability for the company through the remainder of this year and beyond, end quote. Electronic Arts also announced today that after a long absence, its games, including Apex Legends, FIFA 20, and Battlefield 5, are heading back to Steam, um, which was big news, actually. Yeah, it was. Um, Yeah, because this last week they announced that, yeah, their games are coming to Steam. Um... Yeah, dude. And uh, they also said they're putting in, um, uh, they're doubling down. Da- oh, wait. Okay. I think I said they're doubling down on live service games. Yes. Um, there is also somewhere mentioned, um, I know that I saw a tweet, I think Nibel or, or somebody tweeted it out. Um, one of the industry insiders, they were saying that like um, at some point during this call that they, they mentioned that um, Apex is now a core franchise for EA and they're adding additional yes. devs onto the team, which we had kind of yeah. known about because we saw on Twitter a few weeks back that like there was... Um, there was devs from the Star Wars team moving over to Apex after they finished their duties on the new Star Wars game. So very exciting stuff for Apex Legends, for sure. Yeah. Um, Apex Legends being like a core EA franchise is going to like... It, it's it's a pretty wild thought uh, because like if you look at their other core franchises, right? Like that includes games like FIFA, which is... FIFA is like one of the most played games in the world, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I know probably if you're a US listener... It probably doesn't seem that way. It probably seems like FIFA is like, oh, yeah, like FIFA, FIFA, NBA 2K, like people play these games. But like outside of the U.S., FIFA is like culture. I remember living in Nigeria, but like I, I lived there for a couple of years. And while I was there, right, like, you know, the FIFA was the game that people played. Like if you play video games, you play FIFA. Yeah. Even in the U.S., FIFA is super popular. And like growing up like here, right, I still had I had friend groups that would play FIFA, right? But and I would play FIFA with them because I'm I'm I, I also love FIFA, but like if you look at it through that lens, right? Look at Apex Legends, like for a game that doesn't necessarily have the same financial hooks 
as mm-hmm. FIFA because FIFA yeah. has Ultimate Team and FIFA has some a lot of unsavory stuff going on. You know, like that's kind of it's almost like the dark side of EA, where like if you look at the way Ultimate Team works, right? It's like it's literally like a living casino in that game, mm-hmm. in the way that card packs works, and the way wild. that unlocking character. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad in FIFA. Um, and I remember, I, th- I can't remember how long ago this was. Um, actually, I do remember how long ago this was because I think this would have been at like late. 2017 or so or maybe early 2017 where um a higher up at ea was essentially talking about how like yes we want to turn all of our franchises into uh what fifa is right we want to monetize all of our franchises the same way which led to things like the battlefront 2 controversy and like you know need for speed um yeah uh, payback i think i think it was payback payback. uh like being riddled with microtransactions like a lot of ea games kind of like leading to like what we look at now as like the whole like backlash that loot boxes have right that all spawned from ea looking at their biggest money earners and being like yeah we're going to take that and we're going to like shoehorn that into games in a way that was unsavory and in a way that turned a lot of people off right and so like ea is very serious about like their business in in terms of the way they go about approaching like getting money out of their franchises and so with that perspective right and with that context if you look at something like apex legends which is not necessarily that right like we have the apex packs we had like we've had a couple of controversies with like the um i forget the skin that was super expensive that was really hard to get the bloodhound um, heirloom the bloodhound one yeah the air yeah the heirloom skin right we've had like hiccups here and there but it's not necessarily been the trash fire that you've seen a lot of other EA games go through. Um, and so for them to look at Apex Legends and be like, oh yeah, we're going to turn that into one of our core things. Um, you could look at it one or two ways, right? You could you could look at it and be like, oh wait, that might be scary, right? Which isn't the way I'm looking at it, but I could understand why people would be, why somebody would be like, oh man, does that mean they're going to monetize it? I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think they see, I, what I think it is a scenario too, right? Which is they see... Uh, the success of the game critically and commercially, because I think they're seeing they're they're there's I mean, with 70 million players. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. probably seeing a return on that game um, and, re- and a return on uh, on their um, their financials for the game. Right. And so that makes sense. Um, and then, yeah, they're seeing like they're seeing positive reception, which is the thing that I feel like EA hasn't gotten in a while. Yeah. Um, you know, Respawn's a talented studio. T- Timefall 2, right, was a great game, but it was overshadowed because of the way EA released that game between Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure this is like the first time in a while where EA has a game that's like pretty pretty universally loved. Yeah. yeah I would say. For sure. And it being yeah. tied to the Titanfall universe is big for when that game ever, when whenever that yeah. that franchise comes back. Yeah. Uh because now you have like a, I could easily see like what logging into the apex legends on like the launch week or, or the launch month of Titanfall and there being like some sort of Titanfall themed event in apex since they are part of the same universe. Um, or, or like even like, I don't know, I think just even having eyes on apex and they, they have a game, like you said, that is received positively for the most part and has a core fan base. I think that makes marketing for Titanfall even better. Um, yeah. and gives that game a chance. I think apex has a lot of things for, for their library as far as like diversifying it, but also like, like I was speaking to, like, I think whenever Titanfall does come out, it'll be great for that game too. Yeah. But even just on its own, Apex is great. So yeah, 100%. Do 
Do you guys play Apex mainly on PlayStation or do you guys go in on PC at all? I dabble on PC a tiny, mm. tiny bit. Yeah. Occasionally I'll get the because I, I like playing PC game or PC shooters. Mm. Like that's where we play Siege. Um it's just like I don't know. Sometimes I get the itch, but I I, mm. I would say ninety eight percent, ninety nine percent play on PS four. Like gotcha. Yeah. Well, when you play when you play through PC, right? You're doing it through Origin. Yeah. Yep. How's that experience compared to Steam? Because it, it looks like yeah, they're bringing their their games to Steam, including Apex. Do you feel like Steam is going to be a better like a, like a better solution for players to play the game? Has I think Origin so. been been like a hassle? I mean. Oh. Origin is is a little bit of hassle um, in the way that I think like it's UI is set up and like um, like inviting people to games, that sort of thing. I don't I, I prefer Steam. I think Steam is way better as far as like integration goes with with like their the Steam UI and then the games like I feel like that integrates easier. And like I know on Steam, I can just hit shift tab and it'll bring up like my friends list or whatever. and I can easily get people in game. Uh, also like I already, like so many people already have steam accounts. It just makes it way easier to yeah. be like, to just have it on steam. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. versus saying, okay, well what's your origin ID? I can't remember mine. Like I, I think a lot of it is because steam is such like a, you know, for, Universal. for gaming, it's like a household name or his origin is still kind of like, it's kind of over there with like, you and not to, not to mean this as a diss. Uh, it's like over there with like the Epic game store the, both of them, I think the Epic game store is making strides to, become a better platform. I think origin mm-hmm. is kind of just what it is. Like they don't, they haven't really seemed to like, uh, improve it all that much since they, since like they've launched it, at least from my point of view, whereas like E or where Epic has like this whole, you know, here's our, here's our, uh, our dev log. Here's like where the roadmap for the store, like here's the, the features that are coming. Uh, whereas origin is just kind of like, here it is, you know? Um, so it'll be nice to have like, uh, an option to play on steam. And, yeah. and or, or not an option i believe it is just going to be on steam so that'll be cool yeah um i imagine the reason that that they're bringing their games to steam is probably more eyes right like mm-hmm. I, I think i forget when they launched Ep- um origin but i imagine that like nowadays right like it doesn't make as much sense for ea to have their own store when they're mainly releasing like sports titles and like you know star wars should i fall in order and like they have like one-offs that they release but i feel like back in the day ea had like a, a much more i guess i'll i'd say vibrant library um and so i think they, they're probably shout like out to oh Sim yeah City. yeah shout out to sim city i mean they have the sims 4 and stuff um but i imagine they're probably like oh yeah let's just bring this stuff to steam because that'll probably have more people see it in um be a better like be a better marketing and advertising move for us yeah let's talk about apex legends coming to mobile devices because this is the thing that came out of their their uh earnings reporting and yeah they essentially like i i don't know why they kind of announced this under the radar it feels like it was just kind of like a one-off yeah it feels like this should have been a thing that like came with fanfare yeah but i I think it was like literally in the context of like oh yeah and we're still working on the mobile ports and it's like wait you're still doing the what now yeah (laughs) yeah uh yeah this is this is cool i think um we've 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 kind of always speculated whether or not it would come to mobile and that it did make sense uh to be on mobile because like you have PUBG on mobile you have Fortnite, a lot of battle royale games are on mobile um and to kind of stay competitive to that market at least uh you know it, it makes sense to to bring the game to mobile we've also said uh switch seems like a a big opportunity for them 
Mm-hmm. Um, Switch has to happen now. Yeah, if, if mobile's happening, yeah. I am sure that because I imagine is like their their um uh their level of importance is like oh yeah we'll do mobile because mobile's the biggest market right and like people have played Fortnite and played PUBG on mobile so they're already like used to like playing these types of games on mobile and once they get it working on mobile i feel like they'll have yeah a easier a, a, a blueprint of sorts for for switch because the, that is another lower powered system you know what i mean yeah but i think it's one of those things where like i think switch is is unique in the in the fact that like it's 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 lesser powered than the ps4 and xbox one and pc obviously but like it's i mean it's more powered than than the um than mobile but i feel like the jump there is like you would probably want to just like take the PS4 and Xbox One version and like scale that down and work to like just you know bring that down as opposed to like take a mobile version and kind of work that up. And this is me speaking with zero like dev experience, and I like I probably sound ridiculous to, to like developers that are like actually that's not how it works at all. But I imagine that like it's I imagine it's a money thing for them where they're just like oh yeah like or not even money thing but a uh, a player based thing where they're like oh yeah there's more people on mobile than then there will be on switch let's go to mobile first and then after that we'll work on getting a switch version out like switch is probably like at this point probably like last on their priority in in terms of like um uh versions of the game to get out uh which is understandable yeah yeah like do you guys feel like this game will work on mobile uh i don't know because we talked about it being first person which is like a big difference between this Fortnite and like PUBG. yeah um I don't know. Like there's a lot like you, I, I'm thinking of like all of this stuff. Like I'm just picturing like what it would look like on my little, my, not my little, my like decently sized iPhone seven plus. I know they're bigger phone phones now, but it's, it's like one of the, you know, medium to bigger size phones. I feel like, and mm-hmm. like just trying to figure out a place to put your analog sticks, put your jump button, uh, put your shoot button, put your slide button, uh, but like I don't know. I'm just like trying to figure out where all this stuff is gonna go. I mean, we have we have like mobile shooters like Call of Duty Mobile. Like that's obviously true. that's not a battle royale. Do they have the full function as far as like movement goes in yeah. those games? Or yeah. they do? Okay. Oh, for for battle or for Call of Duty? Yeah. Yeah, like totally. It like is. you can slide and like and all that stuff. The, like it's, that that's probably the only thing I don't. I have no clue about sliding. I haven't played it at all. But like I've seen people play it. Like I've seen hmm. people, like people playing it. So. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'd be I, curious if like they yeah. if they strip if they strip some of that down to simplify it for a mobile. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm definitely down to try it at the very least. Um, that seems like a fun experiment. I have <laughs> I have trust that they can do it. Like I like I don't I don't necessarily doubt that they can do it. I just want to know the how. Like how are you going to pull this off? Um, and I've not played Call of Duty Mobile either, and so if Call of Duty is able to do it, then I'm sure Apex can do it. But yeah, this is like a battle royale game with like a bigger world, like a lot more stuff going on at once. Um, I'm sure it's going to be like I'm sure it's like a Herculean task to make oh, this yeah. game work. Yeah, yeah. for um, sure. Yeah, so I'm I'm very curious. Uh, well, that's it for Champions Chat. Let's get into news and articles, which we have one, but it's an exciting one because we're getting a new mode. Duos. 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 It takes two. It takes, it takes two. Two. Um, of course, uh, actually, I'm not going to get into this. I'm going to let, get, let Alex Van Aken get into this because I Perfect. feel like you're you're more briefed on this than I am. So um, what was it? Uh, October 30th, yesterday, two days uh, after this show comes out, two days before the show comes out, uh, they announced in a tweet uh, that starting next week on November 5th, for a limited time, it takes two. 
By the way, I love like the simplicity of like the tweet. I was like, oh yeah, that, that makes me feel good. Like it, it, it was so slick, like the way they revealed it. Um, but anyways, this is a limited time playlist. Um, two player duos coming November 5th. Uh, this has been long requested, obviously. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Like it, it sounds, uh, there's not, it's kind of like very surface level. Um, but I, I'm, I, I think that the word is still out on what map we're going to be playing on. Uh, mm-hmm. I know they had World's End in the trailer. I'm curious if we'll be able to play it on both. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't think that they've said the max amount of players. I assume it'll still be 60 and there'll just be 30 teams. Oh, all, man. Instead of wow. 20 teams. I That'd mean, be wild. That'll be wild. May I, I could be wrong, though. Maybe I'm I mean, wrong. I, I, I think that's probably the sensible thing to do. Um, I just think it'll, that'll make the game so difficult. It's going to be the Wild are, West out there. It is. Difficult in terms of like, you know, it's going to be way harder to win. Because I think um, if you if you start to uh, strip away and be like, okay, we're just going to do 20 teams of two. That's 40 people. On a map the size of World's End, I feel like that's a really slow yeah, game. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're not seeing as many people. That makes sense. Uh, I think that's exciting, though, like to have 60 people uh, with, with duos. I think that's going to make a way more active game and... I don't know, that sounds fun to me. I, I, I like that they're do that they're doing this. Um of course this is a limited time mode and so did they did they say how long this will run? Um let me let me look. Gotta gotta assume it's probably like two weeks or so. It's starting November fifth. Yeah, it's starting November fifth. It, it either goes to the twelfth or the nineteenth, I think, or the eleventh or eighteenth. Because they always mm-hmm. flip things on Tuesdays. Um mm-hmm. I I don't know. Um I'm trying I didn't see it in the trailer, but I'll, I'll watch while we're talking, see if I missed it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm super excited for this. Um, I think they just said, I'm, I'm scrubbing through the, the trailer right now. It mm-hmm. just says just for, it says for a limited time. So it's not specified. Do you think, cause like, you know, we've, we've speculated that like after they did solos, right. That like solos might come back and be a thing that comes back to stay. Do we have the same feelings with duos? Do we feel like these are just like, this is just them testing it out to see like, okay, how do people react? How does it work? How does the game flow? And like, eventually they'll bring these things back. Or do we feel like this is just, these will just always be limited time events. I think they're eventually going to be become permanent modes. I could see season four being like, all right, duos and solos. They're here to stay. We've tested them both out in prior seasons. People really love, people love solos. We know that I'm guessing people are going to love duos too. Um, And I, I, I feel like you have to, it just seems like a quality of life thing that you have to have eventually permanently. Yeah. Um, once that you like, once you get the kinks out. So mm. I really, really, really hope it's here to stay. Eventually I could, I could see this being like a hype piece for, for an announcement of a new season. I don't think they're going to drop it like middle of season four. Okay. They're here to stay. Like, I think it's going to be a big deal. Um, it'd be like, we've heard you and now it's here. Solos yeah. and duos permanent, you know, that, that <laughs> sort of thing. As part of like the hype trailer for a new season, so yeah, Andrew, you hype for our duos? Yeah, I uh, I like that idea because Alex and I play a lot, and a half lot the of time, time we're playing in duos anyways because our third quits. Yeah, our third <laughs> always quits or drops you know, off. Y'all by know themselves. you have my number, but I I play a lot uh, during the day. Yeah, so. which I don't know. Do you play at work? How does that? How do you do that? I work I, from I've home. always wondered. I work from home. Oh, you work from that home. That man works from oh. home. I usually try to work from home, and then I'm like, oh. you know what? I work from home like three out of five days a week at least usually. That makes so much sense because this whole time I'm always like, how is Alex playing during his his lunch (laughs) break? Does he drive home? Like how does he make this work? No, no. Half the time I'm working from home. So 
Okay. I'll just take my lunch break and play. And the way that the time difference works, Andrew's ahead of me. So usually he's home uh, if I take like a late mm. lunch and oh, so we yeah. can play. Yeah. Uh, whereas you're still at work, unfortunately. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But don't, don't just quit your job. You. Quit your job, man. We'll just, just play your job, man. Thanks for this. We'll have a full squad all the time. <laughs> man, I love my job. I would never quit. Um, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm excited for duos also because I have trouble finding people to play with nowadays yeah. since, you know, the game's uh been out for a while now so the it's kind of died down as far as like people always being online yeah yeah for sure um it, it, it absolutely it used to be like you know nine ten people on at a time now it's like two or three which is understandable um that happens with every game and it's and fall it, season and mm. there's just so many new releases of so many other games that it's just yeah. Yeah. hard to like keep up with i could see apex doing really well in season four once like all these releases have simmered down like yeah. uh q1 I mean, winter because like Last well, of Us got Dece- moved, yeah. Like I'm thinking like January, February, December, de- or yeah, December, January, February. Yes, will probably look good for Apex. Yeah, yeah. and, if they and announce, then once like, things a, kick in, and season four would launch during that time, presumably. Oh yeah, and so that and can be March yeah. hits. It's, it's, all bets are off when March yeah. when March hits. <laughs> it's like all right, guys. Sorry, sorry y'all. I gotta go get fossils and Animal Crossing. Yeah, we're gonna skip a new legend this season. <laughs> like, like, we're all, this is an off season. We'll be back in June. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I, I'm really excited. New ways to play are always great. So yeah. can't wait, man. Can't yeah. wait. But once again, I always, I always really appreciate like these little things that they add in to keep people coming back. Like I honestly think that's a, a huge factor of like their success. Um, and it's not to say like the game itself isn't great like without these things, but I think the little things always matter. Um, and if they mm. keep them coming, I think the players will keep coming back. I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Let's get into questions. Of course, if you have a question for the show, you can tweet at us at OKBeastNow with the hashtag JumpMaster so, so that we know that it's for the show. Or you can email us, hello at OKBeast.com. Um, we have one question, but it's it's, it's multifaceted, multi-part. Steven um, Fontana can't just do one thing. Steven he's gotta, Fontana wrote in with like a three-part. He's got to take over the show. He's got to... He's got to talk about this and that, and oh, here's Andy. my character of the week. Oh, so let's get into part one. Part <laughs> one is in is in regards Just to the kidding. contest. Uh, in regards to the contest that we had last episode, because of course we uh we we compared and contrasted two different legends. One of them being Stephen Fontana's legend. He wanted he wants to make the argument for his. Mm. Um, he says here is my argument: Mortar Blitz, which was the character that he created last episode, is meant to be a true tank. Get out of there, or get out there, take those arc stars to the face disorient the enemy with flashes and wreck he's all about making chaos and his ult is super balanced <laughs> uh you have, you have to stand still to get into the map leaving you exposed like crypto uh there are there are only three very controlled explosions oh, so, his ultimate was you choose three locations to send a mortar strike yes like okay. a mortar strike yes yep. uh so if they are placed in dumb spots they will be ineffective more blitz is also full of personality come on <laughs> Hey man, I don't know if the, I don't know if that fixes my 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 critique, which was if you're running back, if it's the le- if it's down to two teams and you're outside the circle and one team's in the circle, you can still use that 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 mortar blitz to kind of to screw over. Which I guess is similar to maybe like, there's a radius to it within like 200 feet or 100 feet. I don't know. I talking about like mean? when you pick spots to yeah, like what if I was oh, like yeah, that's super that's far away and I was like, oh, I'm just going like, to bomb the okay. bomb the circle. Yeah. You know gotcha. I mean? Yeah, because the way I pictured it was like you open the map and you can pick literally anywhere oh, no, in the I map for the border strike. Like that. No. 
That would, I guess that would make more sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Yeah. I dig it. Um, he is his part two here. Uh, two out of three is follow up to last week's map rotation discussion. He says, "I was thinking that each season uh, would flip which uh, which map with the other map being used for the special events. Essentially, exactly what we have now. Maybe one map in season four, but the other map is being used for all ranked play. If they do include both maps at all times, it should be random which one which one you get, so you don't split the player base based on which map." you want to play and that was of course regarding our map conversation of like how how are we going to do maps are we going to do two at a time are we going to have like five maps at a certain point are we just going to stick to one um so that there's steven's input and then lastly he gives us of course his character of the week this week who is character's it? name is doppelganger doppelganger okay doppelganger so far it sounds like um it sounds familiar it sounds like a it sounds like mirage from the name but let's let's get into the details and so doppelganger is the illusionist and he's a dps character ray samuels is 18 years old and the ultimate mirage super fan okay so he starts okay he starts off acknowledging okay i like it ultimate, okay ultimate mirage super okay so this build this builds the lore i love me some lore ultimate mirage super fan one day, he got a little too close and wound up stealing one of Mirage's early prototype suits. That was me in and high school when, like, my friends would help me to, like, cheat. I'd be like, I'm, just, I'm referencing, like, Taylor's work. You know what I mean? Like, she mm. didn't, I didn't cheat. I'm more so, like, I'm, so, I'm a super fan of her homework. So uh, I, I copied the entire thing. Mm. <laughs> that was me in high school when my dad had better shoes than I did. In order to get closer to Mirage, he altered the technology <laughs> technology to take the appearance of others instead of duplicating himself. Uh, he has not entered the games in order to force himself to be Mirage's sidekick. Um, and so he's like, a, he reminds me of Shang Tsung, actually, if he's, if he's taking other people's like appearances. Uh, his passability is Mirage Boost. Uh, whenever Doppelganger has Mirage on his team, his ultimate recharges 50% faster. If he is not on his team, whenever he kills a Mirage, his ultimate recharge is 100%. Oh, that's wow. cool. I like that. Interesting. Uh, his tactical ability is called Who Am I? Uh, you take the appearance of a random legend. This causes confusion in the heat of battle. Are we getting a th- Are we getting third party? Like that kind of confusion. Interesting, interesting. Huh. And his ultimate ability is called Where Am I? Create projections in three chosen locations. Uh, is Doppelganger on the roof, behind the car, in that house? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, guys. What 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 do you what do you think Sounds of Doppelganger? Sounds like a better Mirage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind I, of. <laughs> I feel I feel like the Mirage boost passability is pretty like it's broken. It's like, all, but it's, it's cool. It's, <laughs> it's all or nothing. It's like it's all, if it's on, it's like oh, this ain't yeah. good, y'all. But man, because Mirage is like, I feel like, I don't know, the, the appearance of a random legend, the tactical, that is like, that is what Mirage needs to be. Because whenever you see a Mirage now, you just think you, you're like, oh, it's his Mirage. Like, I'm not going to shoot that unless he's like acting, unless it's like an erratic pattern. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. if it's another legend that totally changes things in my opinion, it's like, oh, it's suddenly it's like, I have to be cautious all the time now. Um, I like that. I feel like mm. Mirage should just. Yeah, I, I, my my thing is like I I don't, I'm not sure how useful if it like if it works like the Mirage thing where it's like you shoot out another legend, then it's like oh snap. But if it's like you just take the appearance of a different legend, I feel oh, like. Oh yeah, I I'm sorry. I meant to say you shoot it out. 
like Mirage. Okay. Yeah, you shoot. Yeah, it out. that would be that would be OP. <clears throat> but I think the way it's written, it's like, oh yeah, I do. I take the appearance of like Bangalore or like a legend I choose, and I feel like at that point, like I don't know how much, like it might change the approach uh, on how like somebody like approaches taking you out. But I feel like for like for the most part, a lot of the reaction will still be the same. You'll just be like the other team will just be like, oh, there's the other team's Bangalore, or there's the other team's like Wraith. Right, I feel like it doesn't necessarily uh, change the way. Like, if it might confuse people in the sense that, like, oh yeah, if you're in a situation where it's like three v three in like one small settlement, and like you guys are like trying to like get the, get the one up on each other, right? And you change to like one of one of their, or you, if you change to like a, a a different legend, right? It's like, oh snap, there's this this, is this other random person are we getting third partied? Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's a very specific use case. You know, it'd be cool if you could. Because I'm like looking at the ultimate right now, the where am I? Create projections in three chosen locations. Um, what if you had like a laser pointer and you could like point and it would like it's a stationary, stationary uh character, but they kind of look like they're in an active stance, like mm-hmm. and you just laser point to where you want them to like chill. See, yeah, that 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 type of thing would be pretty like pretty you could crazy. select a car and then like the animation, it's like he's hiding behind the car. Or or if you did want to do the roof, you have to laser point up at the roof and it'll like make it look like uh, Mirage is like aiming down sights Peeking on top out. of a roof. That could be cool. Yeah, that could be pretty dope. I would like That's that a lot. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, Steven, I I missed this part four to his to his three parter. There's a part four. He has character fix ideas. Okay, let's hear. We, we got we got to put put a stop to Steven Fontana. That's my the campaign for the rest of 2019. We need to put <laughs> this man in timeout. This man is writing manifestos for us to read on this podcast. Um, uh, but since he's the homie. I'll let it slide this once, <laughs> just this once. Uh, his character fix idea has two fixes. For Mirage, he has an ultimate fix. Uh, when the clone when the clones are released, they do random action moves. Some will run, some will jump away, some will shoot, some will do a combination of a few different things. This makes the ultimate move more confusing and useful. Ooh, I actually really like that. <laughs> that is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I do uh, too. That's similar. That's somewhat similar to what Alex was was kind of talking about just just now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, or or like if they kept it the same. I think they could just like increase the duration of his invisibility just a little bit longer. I feel like that mm. would make Mirage's ultimate really useful because you, you could actually get away. Like yeah. if you're in the open, use his ultimate. By the time you actually get to cover, uh, you're uncloaked. And I was like, well, awesome. They're just going to like move their cursor a little and shoot me. Yeah. Whereas if it was a little longer, like I feel like you could actually get behind some cover or, or like make some sort of power play happen. But it's like so mm. short. And then the, the, the clones just stand there. Um, whereas maybe they, maybe they keep the, the stealth duration the same and they introduce this sort of fix where, yeah, they're actually doing something than just standing there. I feel like that would, that would make Mirage a lot more fun to play. I think it'd be a lot more interesting to play against. Um, because right now it's like, oh, Mirage popped his ultimate, poor little guy. Let me, let me wait for him. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's, I don't know. Mm. So I think he, he becomes uncloaked when he shoots his gun, right? He does. Yep. Yeah. So. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, he also gives us a Wraith ultimate fix. Portals do ring damage to opposing teams who use it, which I think would be very smart. Yeah, I like. That I think too. that makes a lot of that makes a lot of sense. It's like, do I use the portal and take damage, or like yeah. spend? See, more I time like without the the damage ring. because smart Wraith players can bait people. You know what I mean? That's true. And you you yeah. you lose that incentive if they take ring damage when they're in your circle when mm. they're in, when they're in your That's portal. A good point. 
Yeah. Whereas like, like nobody's going to take your por- your portals anymore. Or maybe your team th- accidentally like sometimes there's like two portals at once. Like if you're fighting two teams of wraiths, what if your team meant to go into yours and accidentally goes in the other? That seems kind of screwed up. Like instead of just having to deal with the consequences of being in the wrong location, they also take damage. Like that's really harsh. I don't know. I don't oh, know about that one. I totally read that wrong. I thought he was saying like if they use the portal when they're out of the ring, like the the circle, like say your team's like taking damage and like out of the circle and then like you drop a portal and then you know how like when you take the portal, it doesn't do any of the ring damage. But then when you yeah. get out of the portal again, I I thought he was oh. saying like if the, if another team that's like behind you takes that too. They like, still take the ring damage. Yeah, they're still going to take the ring damage no matter gotcha. what. Gotcha. See, I read it as saying. like if they take your if they take your portal at any point while they're inside of your portal, they take damage. Yeah. That's what I think I read, he I, means. Yeah. Like yeah. little ticks. Yeah. 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 That's how that's how I read it too, Alex. Yeah. yeah okay. I think it's, I, I think that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. That's a very good point. Uh, this brings us to the end of the show. Of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Blessing Junior. Alex Van Aken is on Twitter at It's Van Aken. And Andrew Taylor is on Twitter at Papa Drew Bear. Uh, review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, of course. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash okbeast. Hang out with us on Discord, okbeast.com slash Discord. Uh, new episodes of the show comes out every other Friday, and the okbeast okay podcast comes out every Monday. So check that out. Uh, it's our video game show where we talk about video games. We're going to talk about Outer Worlds a lot on this upcoming episode yep. coming out this Monday. And of course, we have shirts over on okbeast.com slash store. So check that out if you want merch. And I think that's about it, of course. Stay legendary.